What's going on after buzzers tonight at the Bosch After Show? We are wrapping up the season finale, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. This <sighs> <sighs> last time we're going to hear oh, this song no. in a while. Tonight we're reviewing a seven... Eight and nine or something? No, nine and ten. Oh my gosh, I can't even keep talking more. It's the finale, and of course we have so many cases still open, and obviously new ones that are going to carry over into next season. But again, I'm your host, Olivia Gabaret. You can hit me up at The Real OG, and tonight we have a special guest, but... I'll let Candace introduce her. Okay, I'll introduce myself now. <laughs> Hi, I'm Candace Cruz, and you can find me on social media at Candace R. Cruz. And our special guest, why don't we throw it over to you? Hi, I'm Verona Blue, and I play Shaz on Bosch Season 3, and my handles on the internet are at Bathory, B-A-T-H-O-R-I. Hit her We're, we're going to have to explain that later on during yeah, the we'll show, Yeah, we'll do it. Too. It's totally yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot. So we have a lot to cover. This oh my god! Been a crazy two episodes. I mean, the whole season is jam packed, but yeah. these last two episodes are absurdly crazy. It's hard <laughs> to like keep track of it all. I can't even keep all the cases straight because yeah. we have so many. Yeah, there's like four and a half. And By the end not- of the last episode, there's like four and a half things happening for sure. Yeah. And then there's two left open at the end. Right, right. So it's like there's no room for. We know Bosch season four is coming up. Yeah, now. of course, because they left us with yes. some cliffhangers. But usually, uh, episode by episode. I'll break it down on a case-by-case basis. Mm -hmm. Just because it's easier that way, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Is it? Is it? (laughs) Sometimes there's a little cross-pollination, you know, Holland, Gun, all those kind of intertwines. Meadows. Yeah. All of them. And before we um, wrap up the season, we have a little bit of a surprise for you guys at the end, so stay tuned for that. But I'm going to kick things off with Meadows, because we opened up the episode with Edgar being uh, picked up by the SWAT team because it was clear that mm. he was hit by a sniper. so guy. sad. Like, literally, I screamed at my computer at, at the end of episode 8, like, what? Yeah, that it was a serious crazy. cliffhanger. Yeah. Did you guys think you would survive, though? I mean, well, I guess you already knew that <laughs> You already knew. I mean, but, yeah. Uh, no, but that was a serious cliffhanger. Yeah. Like, they just cut right to, he hits the ground, and there's a second shot through the, through the scope at his black. head, and then just black. Oh, that was gosh. mean. And, the, you know, he just had that conversation with his wife about, like, exactly. not leaving the kids. And, yeah. And, and then we had the whole anyway. pin, yeah. the oh. science fair pin thing, so it was all ironic how it happened, yeah. of course. It was yeah. so beautiful, but so, like, heart-wrenching at the same time. Yeah. Like, I appreciate all of it. It was very dramatic, but, yeah. I mean... I don't know whether I thought he was going to survive. I was hopeful at the yeah. end. Of it. Let's just leave it at that. I, was I, mean, I don't. I didn't think we could kill off that big of a character yet. Not but yeah, he obviously survives. And Dobbs gets first wind of all of this through the radio. Mm-hmm. He actually hears yep. that it happened, but he had no knowledge that Moreno was going to do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, he kind mm-hmm. of figured because he had to get him back somehow. But um, I mean, he gave him a warning at the end of episode eight to like chill out, just go with the girl. Like take your money, run, and get out, and go like, to Baja. Yeah, and get exactly. Out of there, yeah. I mean, he gave him the fair warning, and he even told him that he was like. And this is where it kind of—I could tell things were getting shady between Dobbs and Moreno mm-hmm. because he—that's a pretty big se- secret to keep from not only like your partner, but someone who's supposedly in charge of you, like your higher up. Yeah, yeah. That would be something I you mean, would share with. Them. I thought yeah. Javi was going to shoot 
Dobbs at the end of episode eight. That was my prediction last week, mm-hmm. and then it didn't happen. So now, oh, that was what I felt. The tension was yeah. there. So. It was close. Yeah. Close. <laughs> close. I mean, not, the concept was right. The concept was right. Just the execution. execution. People mixed up a little not bit, you so know? Much. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Dobbs is keeping tabs on Moreno. He mm-hmm. has a tracker on his phone. Yep. And you would think that a guy like Moreno would kind of figure that. I think he did. But That's he just why. lied anyway? Yeah. I don't know. Like, because... You know, he says he's going to leave, and then he just goes to Venice. Like, what? He's just chilling at San... What was, you can see what the, was the plan there? there. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he put the, the phone and the cup at the end, so he knew that he was being tracked. Right. But I don't know what he was thinking there. Yeah, so he was blatantly lying to Dobbs, mm-hmm. but Dobbs reels him in with the money thing, yeah. saying he's going to... Give him a cut. Yeah, yeah. so, of course... Of course he's going to go after it because greed is greed. I mean... That's, this, I was not the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, stacks of money in your yeah. boat isn't enough for you. You have to chase that last dime. Yeah. Well, the last dime cost him a little more. Thanks. Like, but he, he got the, the no honor among thieves. He, like, got the final, like, dig in there yeah. anyway, you know? Ugh. But... Still, though. So he show Well, mm. his girlfriend gets taken into custody and yep. obviously mm-hmm. doesn't care. He just, like, leaves her hanging dry because yeah. he goes after the money and doesn't well, he even wasn't tell even her down there with up. her. Yeah. I know. He <laughs> sends her by herself, but and he said he would walk to meet her or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I don't think he ever figured out that she got taken in. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean, either he was... Never mind. I'm not going to spoil that yet. <laughs> Well, he, he never knew that she got picked up. He couldn't live to see the day. There we go. She says it. There we go. So he goes to get, you know, his money with yep. Dobbs. And mm-hmm. it's like both of them are being so shady. You can feel the tension just yep. watching. The moment it. he walks on the boat, you're like, oh, God, this is uncomfortable. It's just not going to end oh, well God. for somebody. And no. he hi- so he hides the knife. And I was thinking, like, just to keep a weapon on hand in case. Oh, no, he, he was, was going to do it. Yeah, but now I mean we'll get to it later on. But it kind of seems like he plant he planted it for a bigger well, that's, reason. That's what I like. That is what I'm curious about. Like I feel like maybe he put it there in case he needed to use it, mm-hmm. but he knew that if something bad went down, yeah, yeah, it like, was probably a double edged sword, right? Exactly. No pun intended. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even if even if he didn't get killed in the end, just having that on Dobbs's property, yeah. Mm-hmm. If the cops ever did come. It could be traced back to him because it's on down. his thing, you know? Yeah. So, obviously, we see that um, Dobbs really just has no sympathy and shoots shoots Miranda right back in the head. No. Twice. Just right twice. in the face. We were watching that before we came in yeah. here, and it's like, you shot him in the head. Like, Why right did you need the face? That, right in the face. Like, right here. Why did you need that's, the extra shot? No, because that's like a statement. It's, it's like, like, you crossed me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Yeah. So, Miranda's dead, and Dobbs is still on the run. Um... He's trying to get Woody's money that he hid because mm-hmm. obviously there's still a large chunk of money because they split it between the three of them yeah. and no one knows where Woody's is. But And of course he put the tracker in that too. Like he's smart. Dobbs is smart. Yeah. He had well, a tracker in the money too, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. They're um special age special yeah. forces special rather. Forces. Yeah. So this is this is their life. This is their game. This is mm-hmm. what they they work for so he's he takes his boat off to uh santa cruz island where he tracked woody's money at but now bosch is pretty smart too because he knows that woody's infamous for these like surf trips Mm -hmm. and 
he he finds the brochures in the car, right? right. With the map and does, everything. Yeah. And there yeah, was a couple eight, different eight, ones, eight, but nine. he he you know picked out the one and he went to Santa Cruz Island and he saw Dobbs's boat right there. Yeah. yeah, but he was smart enough to ask the guy that took him out there too, like everything about boats and what he needs to check on. Because I yeah. mean, you gotta right. do your your due diligence. But I mean, we forget that Bosch was special forces too. Yeah, like way he was back a marine. When. Yeah, yeah right. he was. Yeah, but I was nervous. Well, I guess. I was nervous for Bosch, but at the same time, it's always comforting to know that, like, you have eyes on someone that doesn't know you're there, so mm-hmm. you kind of have one the up on him. Mm-hmm. And he he trapped Dobbs, but what did you guys... He just hung the light so mm-hmm. it would draw Dobbs to him. Well, it looked like the way he put it in the... It was like the, a lantern or something? <laughs> yeah, because it was like, like a pirate? looking like he was looking for something. It looked like a person yeah. was down there. It was too dark right. to see if there was a human there, so right. it just looked like a light. And, and then, then he gets, he goes toward the light, obviously, as planned. Go gets caught in the line, and down he goes. Yeah. Um, but that was a little far fetched. Yeah, no. <laughs> there's, that, whole, that whole setup was like a well, little. He just ran right into it, like <laughs> yeah. perfect, yeah. executed perfectly. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I just, I get that. I don't think that that would ever actually happen. It's never going to work out the way that you planned right, it. Right, right. He's going to walk through here exactly. With I'm going to go line. to this island. And then set up this really elaborate, like, yeah, go-go gadget trap. Yeah, his boat and know go, exactly go where he's trap. at. Yes. But, obviously, Bosch pulled it off. I mean, it always works out for Harry, right? Yeah, yeah. always. Harry's a winner. But, I mean, so Meadows is kind of wrapped up in a way, but I still have questions. Like, still don't know how, why Meadows got killed. Right, we why? don't know why they... Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've made assumptions just thinking that maybe because he was unwell and he had all this information on them, it's kind of just you kill off the weakest link. Mm-hmm. But nothing yeah. has really been confirmed yet. Um, no, which bothers me because I'm like, everything else and all the other seasons have somewhat tied in a nice, neat little bow until they decide to open it up again. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like... Well, why the hell did he get killed in the first place? Right. But I think this is definitely going to carry over into the next oh, season. Sure. Because um, they can't really nail Dobbs down to all of mm-hmm. these accusations. I mean, they found the knife on his boat, but unless they find Sharky's blood in the knife, they can't really tie it to they him. They did, though. They do. Oh, they, 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 they take it yeah. apart, and there's mm-hmm. blood inside, like, the, oh, the pivot, the like, where the screw is. they need mm-hmm. it to confirm that it's Sharky's blood? Or no, they no, they, knew they know it that it's Sharky's mm-hmm. blood, and wow. so that's how they get Dobbs and like that's the sort of like final stab that Zavi gets at him mm-hmm. because then, when he, he puts it on the boat for whatever reason yeah. we've decided yeah. he's put it on the boat and then now now Dobbs is trapped so yeah. it, so it so now is he's pretty much wrapped what's well, wrapped trapped for, for Dobbs yeah for Dobbs but yeah, yeah. but I mean Javi or however we say his name I always say Javi, his name they call him like Chavi all the different Moreno. names yeah, Moreno 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 like his murders I wonder if that's actually ever going to get solved because they can't find the body. Well, nobody really cares about him. Well, he's right. He's he's attached to an anchor at the bottom of the ocean, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, like, and Bosch talks about that. He's like, where's your anchor? Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, oh. It's kind of funny how he puts that together. I didn't really think of that until, because I knew the anchor was missing and I was like, hmm, like, well, bodies float. So, like, otherwise, if you can't find a body in the direct vicinity. He had to have gotten rid of it somehow. Yeah. If you've seen The Sopranos, you know what happens to the body in the ocean. <laughs> oh, wait. What, what happens to the body in the ocean? Oh, yeah, they wrap, they either, like, add cement 
You know, she oh, knows. Or like an anchor oh, and like you have to the weigh them down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I see. Yeah. I'm it's like a, it's like a very it's like a very mafia. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's that's a little check in the meadows, except we still don't even know. I keep calling it the meadows case, but it really doesn't even have anything to do with No, meadows just did like point. a spark no. and then He's the rest gone. of it all unfolded. Yeah. Um so moving on to the next case, which is the gun slash hauling case, and this was the one that you were more involved yeah. in, right? Yeah. I mean I see I see everybody. I'm the only one who sees them both together. Yeah. You know? You're Crazy. you're the one that's feeding the information. Yeah. You're Didn't you open up the season almost? Yeah, yeah. Most? Yeah. Yeah, episode so the very beginning of the first episode, I'm giving shot, gun yeah. drinks. Mm-hmm. And Jesse Tafaro's there, like buying them, you know, in shadows. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I'm mm-hmm. sorry you guys. But it was your fault. Gun you gave him the drinks. He's a serial killer anyway. It's fine. <laughs> just a limit. Like you know, you're saving the rest of us. I'm on Harry's yeah. side with this. Okay, as long as you're on the right side. Yeah, we're okay. Okay, <laughs> thanks. So we kind of know. We kind of know um, Rudy's role in all of this, and I mean, us and everybody else know what Rudy's up to, and he's mm-hmm. waiting in. Uh, He's waiting in the room where they question the people at the station, mm-hmm. yeah, for Bosch. But obviously, he's Bosch is on some special like mission, so it's yeah. like pause. He's there forever. But, I mean, J. Edgar got shot. Like, I feel like that's a good reason to pause an yeah. interrogation. Just and saying. like, and uh, Rudy Tafaro, he's like was a cop, so yeah. like he knows he how this goes. He understands. You know? He knows like he knows the whole routine and mm-hmm. the waiting yeah. and like how to play the game. And he also knows that he's on thin ice. He yeah. realizes that his brother is on thin ice, mm-hmm. so he's like, I'll play the game. Right. I'll just sit there. But, you know, what kind of surprised me was, um, you know, once we get all into it and they do reveal that they have the tape, they knew it was Jesse, they saw saw him, Mm -hmm. Rudy kind of took the heat for it, and I did not expect that at all. Yeah. He's not really a stand-up guy. (laughs) No, but I feel like blood's thicker than water, though. Of course he's going to stand up for his little brother. I guess. And figures, he knows more, I think he knows more about the law and, like, the way things can go. He could find a lawyer and get out of it, versus Jesse would have no clue and be screwed and be in yeah. there for life or have a death sentence, you yeah. know? So he's going to take the rap because he feels like right. he can get out. And, I mean, it goes deeper than just this gun murder, mm-hmm. though, because come to find out, um, the, uh, well, we already knew this wasn't Holland's first No, the original murder of the, of the girl. Right. Yes. And come to find out, Rudy actually is, like, hired to murder these people for Holland. Mm-hmm. And what is the sickest part about this is Holland's, like, calling it improv. When they so Rudy got so rid of creepy. the body of Donatella, a woman that mm-hmm. Holland had killed, yeah. and Holland literally was like, "Oh, that that one was a plan. That was kind of like an improv." Because he thinks he's just such hot shit. Like he just thinks. I mean, he even he's says so early in the season, yes. like, he's, "Like I own this town," or "Like I'm yeah. king of the town," or whatever. And he just is horrible, slimy, creepy. Just yeah. the fact that he had. I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but the fact that he had a storyboard all written out. <sighs> To pin Bosch to this murder. Like, even the owl. He, like, plants. Kind of pisses me off a little bit. I feel like that, that's, like. In extra. Yeah. It's extra. It's, like, super extra. Imagine if something like that really existed. Who would be, like, you know what I'm definitely going to do? Write it all out with pictures. (laughs) And so, like, if you don't want to be tied to the murder. And this whole thing is, like, because they're trying to discredit Bosch so he can't testify (laughs) for, like, the first murder. And I'm, like, why would you just, like, make a big sign? (laughs) Right. Would you not be, like. Yeah. No, no. But no, he was like definitely gonna draw it out. I'm gonna keep it just with like in case. arrows, with like me. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then keep and keeps it at, in his house. Yeah, you know. 
And he's already on house arrest. He's like, you'd think because he is a suspect in all this, he would try to get rid of the evidence. it up or something. Yeah. I guess he's just so high on himself that he just feels like he's perfect and untouchable. Untouchable, It's a perfect plan that'll come together. And he's like, I'm going to frame this cop who's like already kind of been in trouble and just right. layered on top. And then he even mentions, he's like, I'm going to get off without jail time, and I'm going to get completely off. Because at that point, once you're acquitted for it, then you can't go back on trial for the same case. So that's why he kept those storyboards. He was like, once I'm clean, right, like, right. He's like, free and clear, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I can make this movie. And That just, just blows my mind. That's but just bonkers. That's yeah. what yeah. happens, though. I, I even took note of it. It's like, you know, people who tend to get cocky usually mm-hmm. end up right. the losers in the of end. Course. And here he is, his little naked ass in his jacuzzi, can't wait for his movie. And there you go. Like, you got caught. I mean, Rudy turns on him real quick, obviously, because he knows his ass is on the line. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's going to be his fault. So he essentially gets Holland to admit to all this. And he was smart because, I mean, smart in a way. He was thinking ahead. He He's knew petting that the ego. He, But he right. knew that yeah. he was going to need, in case stuff went down, he was going to need something. Insurance. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. he stole the storyboard, which I don't think that Holland should have shared the storyboard with anybody to begin with, but obviously he's an idiot. Um, <laughs> we knew that from the get-go, right. though. And right, so he goes in, he, he, like, has him on speaker, right? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. he goes in with the wire, mm-hmm. and, like, his girlfriend is the assistant or whatever. Yeah. That he's yeah. sleeping with the mm-hmm. assistant. So, like, they're all, like, so close. It's, like, incestual almost. Yeah, like, this, like, incest for, like, murder and yeah. everything. It's very heavy. Because Marissa wasn't too, like, keen on helping Rudy at that point. Once he's in nope. jail, she's like, oh, I'm tired of you. I'm yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were going to keep me safe. That's why I was with you. Now right. you can't keep me safe. Yeah. Yeah. Don't care. And care. it was cool that um, Robertson and Bosch finally made amends. Mm-hmm. And Robertson let Bosch take the case pretty much. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that Robertson... On paper, took credit to right. it all when he told the journalist. But Robertson's letting him get away with it, but he ha- still has that extra that he knows that he gives off to Jerry Edgar too, though. Right, because he gives the the interview mm-hmm. with uh, yeah. Rudy. There is no record of a Cadillac. Of a Cadillac, yeah, and he figures None. out that the tape that Harry had and that he was there. Right. So Robertson's got something else up on his sleeve though, because he's meeting with what is the guy's name? I can't remember. It's the L.A. Times yes. guy. Yeah. No, but he met up with another guy. He met up with like his like his mentor, mm-hmm. like that. Oh, that right. Other the cop. one that. T- told him to leak it to the mm-hmm. press to begin with. And so now he's like trying to well, lead him on because he wants to He be wants to get the higher right. position. Mm-hmm. So he obviously needs to shine to do so. But I'm wondering how this is going to play later on because now Edgar and Bosch's relationship is kind of tarnished because mm-hmm. Edgar knew that Bosch was lying. And he let, it, he let the murder happen. Yeah, and yep. he was... Really, literally watching it yeah, happen. He let it happen. Oh. Because he didn't... I mean, this is... Everybody on the show is ruthless. I like, know. like Except for Jerry Edgar, though, if you really think... Well, no, never mind. I'll take that back, because he was going after Bosch the whole time. Yeah, like... It's like yeah. Maddie's, like, the only one who's, like... Okay. So innocent. You know what I mean? Oh, and her mom. Yeah. I know. Forgot about Even her, her, too. She's. I'm, like, mad, because I feel like Bosch is doing so much for her, and now she's starting... She's he still loves shade. her. I know. You know, the thing about him is, like, like they never give him a break. No. You know, like, as a character, ever, ever he's, like, no. constantly tortured. Every time it looks like there's going to be something, you know, he gets some resolution with his mother murder, and then they just, like, not crack it open again, you yeah. know? Like, they just don't let him have a breath. 
Exactly. Um, it makes it really compelling, but I feel bad for it's, him. It's, like, it's a little bit exhausting <laughs> yeah. to watch. Yeah. yeah. Because he, I feel like as a character, he's come such a long way in the mm-hmm. three seasons, especially now that he's more family-oriented with mm-hmm. his daughter. Mm-hmm. And it almost makes things more difficult because now that he has his daughter in his house and there's so many people trying to sabotage his life, right? It's like, how do you keep a balance? Well, I love the line that Maddie said to the mom at the end. She was like, you've got, you've got your husband. I'm going to stay with Bosch. And I was yeah. just like, yeah, oh. it was sweet. It's it cute. was very sweet. And I, and I really but. like that sort of subplot that like, she wants to be a cop as well. Mm-hmm. She was though. She was. Oh no, never mind. I'm thinking Maddie. I'm talking about the mom. Never I'm, mind. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about Maddie. Like Sorry. that Maddie like wants to be yeah. a cop and yeah. like she sees how tortured he is and, and she like still wants and she still to be. wants it and mm-hmm. like that she's like what keeps him grounded mm-hmm. and like human despite all of this. It's such like yeah. a sweet relationship. I know she I like she is super cute. Yeah. Um, but I don't know her mom though. To be continued. Yeah, with that one. <laughs> not She's so not a sweet real poker there. player. Uh, mm-hmm. But as you touched on, um, obviously, salt in Harry's wounds. Whenever something gets resolved, it's not exactly resolved. Never. So he Never kind easy. of gained a little bit, not necessarily comfort, but he saw an ending to his mom's case, his mom's murder. Mm-hmm. To his understanding, his mom's murderer was already dead, and there was nothing he could do about it. Yeah. No, Obviously not. Not the case. No. Think again. No. Because Never. Com- it would be Bosch. So we have <laughs> let me flip my page over here. So we have Caffrey. His the home that he was living in uh caught on fire mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it turned out that it was an arson case, meaning that someone purposely set it on fire. Mm-hmm. And his room was looted. They took they just took everything out of it. It's obvious that they were looking for something. Yeah. Um and when they questioned Bosch about it, because obviously Bosch had been signing in and visiting him over mm-hmm. time, trying to get information. And then all of a sudden just stopped visiting. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I felt bad for Bosch in that moment, because I thought they were going to try to pin it on him. Because of course. the way he was talking, he he sounded a little bit guilty. He was like, well, I, like, I stopped going. I kept on visiting him because I know that he had information. He was lying to me and blah, blah, blah. And just a some, great impression. It was good. I sounded just like him, right? You yeah. did. But the way he was explaining I just felt like he was digging himself in a deeper yeah, hole. Totally. The more he that was girl talking. sitting there, she kept doing this number. She was smiling at him and smirking. She's like, I got you. Yeah. So yeah. I, I get that, yeah. So, but mm-hmm. um, Caffrey left Bosch a yearbook. Mm-hmm. Which, then, I, I thought Caffrey was an asshole. I mean, which he was, pretty much. But you could tell that he kind of... I feel like he had to be an asshole to get Bosch off his back, though. Right. Because he, I mean, but clearly he came to But it seems he, he was a little end. sympathetic to the situation for keeping the yearbook and kind of leading yeah. this trail to what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, this yearbook led us to... Well... Okay, so we have this alias, Fox Mitchell. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Fox Mitchell was the name that was continuously signed in at the motel where the prostitutes would always go. Right. And where Bosch's mother. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. originally we linked it to uh, Epperson, who was a criminal informant. Mm -hmm, For drugs. For the police department. Yeah. Um, But they kept him... Supposedly, we thought they kept him safe because he was an informant, and they they didn't want to get rid of him. But it's actually not the case. So it's getting deeper now. 
Enter Walker. Oh. Like, this is so exhausting Ooh. to even break down right now. It's like I need to take a breath. Yes. Yeah. So now, Epperson's dead. Right. We thought he was the killer. He's not the killer. Enter yes. Walker. So Walker... Is the commissioner. He Well, he originally was the police commissioner's son. Yeah. So When he, all this was going down. He had access to information like aliases mm-hmm. and criminal informants. But he was friends with Epperson. They went to and high school Yeah, together. he was friends. So uh, he, I mean, he had to know what his friend was involved mm-hmm. in. So he took that as an opportunity to use his friend's already criminal background yep. to pull off his own shady Sneaky. business. And I guess, like, what's his deal? Does he just have, like, an obsession? Does he like to... Like, why did he even do this? Who are we talking about? Walker or Epperson? Walker. Here? Oh, I mean, I he like, orders he dude, orders right, escorts, so prostitutes, whatever you want to call it. But then, I mean, was it necessary to kill her? Like, why did he have to do? I that? mean, I guess that's what we'll find out. Yeah, in I the mean, coming. now we've just cracked open this whole yeah, mother I mean, thing again. The fact that he did it. Well, because he had been taking prostitutes for a while, so is he linked to a bunch of other prostitutes that were right. killed back in that time frame? Or was it just a fluke that his his mother died and then had to get rid of the body? Yeah. Like, what was it? You know what I mean? Yeah, we... It's interesting because, I mean, this man is obviously a murderer, and jump to present day, he, now he is the present police commissioner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... It kind of puts everybody in a pickle because <laughs> it's obvious that yeah. he did it, and he was uh, he was paying Caffrey to keep quiet. Mm-hmm. And on record, there was a private briefing between Caffrey and Walker. So obviously, the original Walker, the father Walker. Yeah. So yes. obviously, the walk the original Walker had knowledge of this, mm-hmm. and because this briefing's on record. I mean, we're kind of just assuming that this is what they're. But then he has the two books, about. like he has the murder book and like another book, and shows things where removed. things were removed and like yeah. wiped out and wiped clean. Yeah, and I guess whoever the person is that set Caffrey's home on fire and looted it, whether it's Walker or someone Walker hired, had knowledge that he had these books and he. And it would essentially lead everything back to him. Walker would be stupid to do another murder. At this point, so I hope he hired someone. He right. would be really stupid. Like that's just like, and beyond, it just yeah. it just makes things difficult now because Chief Irving officially accepted his position, mm-hmm. yep. and yep. the person that's giving him this the position is Walker like, and, and the mayor. Yeah, so it's like how yeah. how can you even maneuver around this? Because here you are getting this new position as yep. chief, but you have knowledge that the person who's giving this to you is a murderer and you're trying to put him in jail. It's so interesting to watch all three of those characters relish at the end of just, just the like uncomfortability the, yeah. of like, oh, yeah. you know, you know, oh God, here we go. Let's yeah. just like keep it can we Can we talk about what this Koreatown killer thing and have that just <gasps> yes. start and then stops and like... Yeah, but and that's going to be the main bl- plot for next uh, for season. For sure. Definitely for because sure. Because that, be. that was the last scene that we saw was yeah. the Koreatown killer yeah. just strolling on by. Right. It was such like a weird thing to like open and then be like, we're not going to deal with this anymore. Yeah. Well, the whole like <laughs> season, he's just riding across on a bike. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was such like a minuscule, I feel like they would just like throw it in there. Like on top of all the other cases Bosh we have, it's like, and here's a robbery from the KTK. And yeah. here's a, a murder the KTK from the KTK planting flowers with other people in Koreatown. But I if it wasn't know, for the weird. KTK, Irving wouldn't have his new bow. 
Fair I enough. guess. Fair enough. Fair enough. And every time there was one shot, I swear I was on edge the entire time when they're having wine at his house and he goes out on the phone. I'm just waiting for KTK to come in and like kill her. <laughs> oh my god! Because he shot of her behind. Yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh god, she's gonna kill. No, killed. they can't take somebody else away from Irving. He already lost his wife. They're taking and his everybody son. from Bosch. But he officially took his ring off, so oh. he's he's all in. And she was at the moment that he got the stars too. Yeah. yeah. His ex-wife. I was like, oh yeah. This is awkward. But now yeah. it's pretty clear. Next season, we are going to definitely see more of the KTK. Have to. We have to yeah. wrap up this whole Caffrey deal. Yeah. And I imagine another 72 plot lines. Yeah. Probably. If, I mean, least. if this season is any indication, it's going to be way more. It's exactly. going to be crazy. I'm I, like, what are they, what else can they do to him? Like, I feel. So bad for her. I Harry. do. Every but time. the writers are pretty clever because every time you think you've had enough, you it just keeps coming. <laughs> but you like know what's doing. weird? They're really nice people. Yeah. <laughs> like in person, they're really nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, tell us a little bit about like we haven't touched a lot about you yeah. and working with the the whole Holland case and all that stuff. But you were only supposed to come on like what once or twice. So, so it's supposed to be on episodes just one, three, and five. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know that first week scene when you see actually serving the drinks, which sets up this murder, mm-hmm. and then when I get questioned um, yes. by Robertson, and mm-hmm. then this like when he's back again and he shows me the pictures and I'm flirting with him Mm -hmm. and that was supposed to be kind of the end of it but then just that relationship like when I'm flirting with him everybody was like what is that I like that like the writers (laughs) liked it and I guess other people it's good for me other people liked it yeah and so they kind of talked about like is there something more happening oh so that season that episode nine like little thing where he's talking to the reporter and and he's the reporter's like why here Mm -hmm. and he says this is where it all started Mm -hmm. And the guy says, what's, what started? And he says, thank you, darling. And, like, that's the implication <gasps> that maybe we're having an affair. So it's we're like going to like, see more of you in the next I mean, hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. No, you have to. The, the fact that they ended it like that with you in it, it's like. So good. I know. It was really cool. I mean, as an actor, it was really cool to be like, we want you in more, one more episode. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what? Okay. So flattering. <laughs> yeah. And this was like your first big TV thing, Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. So I've done like a couple little TV bits. I was yeah. on Shameless and Mom and Mary, but these like little kind of like one day mm-hmm. little things. And this is like my first TV role where I have like a character name. Mm-hmm. And I get to like come back and sort of have like a actual... Like arc in, line. Yeah, yeah, like an arc in the thing. It was awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. And yeah. the fact that you kicked off such a big I case. know, right? I know. You came on and I was like, she's such a badass. Yeah, like, it was very you, cool. You were opened it and I was just like, oh my God, she's awesome. Yeah, so it was we really so cool. I was excited you were coming and on like, too. And like, you know, working on that show, it's all shot on location, mm-hmm. you know, and like, that's what a lot of people like about it is that it really represents LA. So mm-hmm. that bar, the smog cutter, it's just what it looks like, yeah. you know, and like it was the owner was there, and oh, like we're trying, sick. I'm like behind the bar trying to figure out where stuff is, and like yeah. it was all real things, and yeah, it was really cool. And then you know that. all the production people are on set, and because mm-hmm. I'm in that first episode, like you know all of the production, my, Michael Connolly is there, like everybody <gasps> is there because they're yeah. so ready to go that first day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really exciting to kind how, of how be was part Michael of it. Connolly and everybody on the crew like amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Like really nice. The director, the director for that first episode, uh, his name was Alex. Uh, maybe Russian or something. It's a little terrifying at first. <laughs> just a little, a little severe, intimidating. He softened up, and it was, yeah. went great. Right. But like at first, I was like, oh god, what have I got myself into? Uh, yeah, it was a little scary. And you know, it's like whenever you get a role that you're really excited about and you want to do it justice, especially yeah. if like somebody fights for you or like it's mm-hmm. something that you worked really hard on, getting there. 
as an actor, I'm always like, this is terrifying. You know, yeah. you get imposter syndrome immediately. Even though they hired you, right? it just, like, hits like, you in the I chest a little myself. bit. Like, I should I, like, be here. Why am I here? Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. And then the director's like, so, how do you see this character? And I was like, okay, well, he's like, I don't care. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Oh, you care? Oh, you don't care. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and so I kept doing it. He'd come over and, like, give me little notes. And I was making me a little bit nervous. And then he was like, just do however you want. And I think the however I want is the take What's that the they use. Because yeah. I eventually was just like, take the pressure off. Mm-hmm. Just do it the way that it's been, like, running and how I built the mm-hmm. character. As, you know, minuscule she is in my head. And it was great. Everybody's really nice. The writers were on set like every time, and I would talk to them about the character because Mm -hmm. they, you know, they build these characters. That's probably helpful. No, it's really great. And then all of these secondary characters they name after people who work on the show. So Shaz is the name of like a writer on the show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like I met the real Shaz, and I have like a photo with her and everything. Yeah, that's awesome. It was very cool. Huh. Very cool. What I mean, what an amazing show, honestly, to work on. It's, I mean, all three seasons I'm just obsessed with. I'm excited now that I know that there is a four. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It is It is uh, pretty intimidating to just, like, to know how much lifting all the other actors do every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, all the primary cast. Because all of those characters are so intense. Yes. And it is such, like, a dark And there's show. so much depth to them, too. Yeah, they, yeah. they are, like, all fully formed. It's not just Harry in the middle and then all these secondary people, like, supporting him. They are all full people, and they have, like, their own sort of tangents that come out and their own Mm -hmm. personal relationships. And so it's almost like an ensemble with sort of Harry kind of floating in the middle. But, like, they work hard. Like, Mm -hmm. that must be exhausting to just, like, constantly doing – nobody gets a break. Like, there's no humor. There's no, like, friends moment of, like, just hanging out, you know? And so. especially because it's, like, such a physical show, I imagine there's a lot of training and different takes that have mm-hmm. to go into I'm sure. the final project. Yeah. But um, as promised, we want to share with you guys, we were lucky enough to have Titus in studio. He actually came, ironically, for another show. Earlier today. Earlier today, but he hooked us up with a little Q&A, <gasps> so we're going to roll you guys a video and hope you enjoy it. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, in season three, we see Harry, who's had this kind of flawless moral compass throughout the other seasons. And in the third season, he's pursuing a serial killer um, who the district attorney has declined filing charges on him because they don't have enough evidence to make the case stick. But the guy is a fall-down alcoholic, and Bosch, uh, the guy occasionally washes up in the drunk tank, and so there's a flag on his file so that Bosch is to be notified any time he comes in because Bosch's hope is that he'll pull him out of the tank and take him in a room, and the guy will finally confess. But that's not happened to date, and so Harry has sort of taken things into his own hands, and he's put surveillance equipment in the guy's apartment and on the um, exterior of other buildings to observe his comings and goings with the hope that he'll he'll mess up and Harry will get him. It's completely illegal, um, and so he compromises that. Then this guy shows up dead, and the light of suspicion is shining upon Harry, and he's been set up for this. But what happens is that Harry observes 
As he's changing a battery in one of the surveillance cameras outside of the building, he observes a car pull up, two guys get out, and they go, and they're clearly going in to do this guy in. And he turns away and, and leaves. And so he compromises his credo, which is everybody counts or nobody counts. And, you know, it's this, it's this secret that he holds within himself, which that, you know, of course, places him at odds with everyone because he can't, he can't confide in anyone because he's, he's compromised himself. And so in that way, I, we find him in a kind of uh, internal conflict. And it's kind of, um, it's gnawing at him. And at the same time, he also has his daughter now living with him. So he's, a, he's kind of single parenting and doesn't really know what to do. And he's not always succeeding. And he's more and more inverted. And the more inverted he becomes... You know, his child, I think, you know, becomes, you know, concerned because he's just not, he's physically present but not mentally present. And so there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. It's not just him working the case. And his whole career and, you know, his life kind of hangs in the balance because if he's, if he was caught, he would definitely lose his pension and would be fired and probably prosecuted and could ultimately end up in prison for doing this. So he's very different, I think. The the one thing about Harry is that he there's a consistency to him. He he is who he is, and he's not going to really ultimately evolve to a, a greater degree. But his evolution, I think, comes more in the way that he navigates the world rather than him suddenly stop you know stops listening to jazz and loves '80s hits. You know, it's just it's sort of in that way that he's. I think he's different. Well, Harry's, you know, he, he, he's a character. He's an anti-hero, and he's a guy who doesn't suffer fools, and he doesn't subscribe to the sort of societal norms of, of politeness. Um, it's not that he's a guy who actively seeks to be a prick or to be rude to people, but he doesn't, he doesn't have a lot of time for ignorance and... Um, the bureaucracy of of the department. He's a very kind of single-minded, myopic guy when he's working, and um, there's he doesn't he he doesn't have that sort of inherent desire to be liked. And there's something sort of interesting and kind of refreshing because I think on on some level, we all it's not that we have to come in and be the most charming person in the room, but we don't want to come into a room and have people be repelled by our presence. But Harry doesn't really care. And so in that way, that's a kind of deeply liberating um, affect of a character to play. And so I kind of have, I get this sort of perverse charge out of playing a guy who who sort of navigates the world that way, particularly to people that he doesn't have time for. And um, that's that's something that I sort of, but he's also a guy who has, great compassion and empathy and and if one was a crime a, a victim of a crime you would want you would want a, a harry bosch working the case because he's relentless and he'll grind and grind and grind until he he gets i mean his by his own admission he says closure is a myth you know all all that he can do is obtain justice for 
for the victims and their families, but the closure part, because here's a guy whose mother was killed when he was a little boy, and it sort of informed his decision and the man that he ultimately becomes going from being a special forces operator to a to a cop. Um, there's there's a there's a great morality about about this guy, and uh, and he's full of he's full of love as well, and he's not humorless. Um, favorite scenes, it's kind of hard to nail down. I mean, as as a father, I will say that seeing my children, um, my son Quinn, who plays young Harry Bosch, um, and my daughter Cora, who came in and, and did a small role last season, to see my kids come in and be so um, comfortable and do well and be very professional, those have been the moments for me as as Titus that have been the most rewarding. As far as... Um, it's kind of every day is a, is a bit of a of of a joyful grab bag um, because I work with really really good actors, some of who whom I've worked with before, some I haven't, but have wanted to, um, and that's uh, that's just sort of a a, a great uh, gift in in doing the show. That was shot in piecemeal. We went out to Catalina and shot um, the approach to the island and getting off of the boat and um, sort of heading up the hill. Jeffrey Pierce actually shot more on the island. He had to kind of haul the money around, and we had the background uh, of the ocean. And then we shot the sort of stalking and ultimately the hand-to-hand fight scene we shot in Griffith Park um, at night. So it was cold and miserable, but a lot of fun to do. And finally, how many tattoos does Bosch really have anyway? Well, he, Bosch has my tattoos um, originally in the books, and that's why you see the scars on his knuckles. He had hold fast tattooed on his, on his knuckles when he was as a young kid and a runaway was hanging out on the docks of San Pedro. And so he saw a lot of the fishermen and, and naval guys had this. Um, when he went into the army, his um, drill instructor made him, because it's sort of a, it's um, related to the Navy. His drill instructor made him punch a brick wall, a cinder block wall until his knuckles were hamburger. And then when they healed, he made him go out and do it again. So that's why Harry has, the scars on his knuckles to remove the tattoos. And we actually revealed in this season in, in a flashback where, where Quinn, it's the first reveal where you see Harry at 15 and he has the hold fast tattooed. And that was kind of our, our rosebud moment for the season. Um, I have a lot of tattoos. I mean, that's the irony of the whole thing is that Bosch busted his hands up to remove these tattoos because he was all in with the army, but now... He has all these tattoos, and it's become part of the character. And, and thankfully, it, it wasn't a, a big fight because having to have them airbrush my arms because I typically, you know, I, I play most of the scenes with my sleeves rolled up because it's sort of the metaphor for Harry going to work is that his sleeves are always rolled up because um, that would be a colossal pain in the ass and be a couple extra hours. And now I come to work and it's three minutes in hair and 
three minutes in makeup, which is just the way I like it. I don't want to deal with that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, my God. I that love that so, so awesome. much. I'm I like can't believe those are his real, really his tattoos. I really thought that they, like, put them on him for character. I feel like that would take forever. That would be like, such put, a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. every single but one. But I'm on. assuming for, like, other roles that he does, they, obviously he said they usually cover it up. So it Air must be kind of cool to just be able to go to work, like, whatever. Yeah. Even you, too. You, you just played your part. Yeah. I mean, it took piercings as, out. I took, oh, the piercings out. Okay. I took my lip rings out and I took my septum piercing out. And actually, I did a Disney movie last year and they covered my finger tattoos oh, really? with makeup. It was crazy. Like, and you even really see- couldn't see it at no, all. No, like even when I was like, I was like, holy cow, that's amazing. It's yeah. weird because you haven't seen your hands in that long with like out them on there. <laughs> yeah, right? and I was like, so oh, that's, like oh, that's what they look like. Guys. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm um, just so happy. That was an amazing like yeah, wrap that up for the dope. season. That was like, dope of him to you thank know, you so much roll to that in and for doing that. Thank you and for thank coming. You for coming in. Thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah. Guests. This is super cool. We've been so lucky. Both of our guests have been like such great like co-hosts. You guys yeah. have just like chimed in and like joined you know. all of it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know I try. Catch me next week on my own show on AfterBuzz TV. Oh. Rona. I don't know. I got yeah. <laughs> Verona talks about the Animaniacs. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, okay. Stay tuned, people. <laughs> All right. So that's a wrap for season three. three and I cannot wait for season four. And yeah. I know that we're going to see you on season I four. Rocking it. So fingers crossed. Everybody tweet. Everybody tweet it to the Bosch gods. I should be on season four. <laughs> Okay, and well, I guess uh, we'll, we'll see you next season. Yeah. Again, I'm your host, Olivia Gabray. Hit me up, The Real OG. And I'm Candace Cruz, and you can find me at Candace R. Cruz. And you would you like to Hi, I'm Verona Blue. You can find me on the internet at, at Bathory. All right, All right, we'll see you next season. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only. do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.